Hello, and welcome to the Seventh River. I'm your gracious host, Flame Boy, and today we're talking about We've All Been Robbed. Now, what we're talking about can apply to the Western world in all aspects. Um, and I bring this up because this is we're all getting close to, you know, voting time in America and then everywhere else across the uh, Western world. You're voting for local leaders and local school boards and everything else. And, you know, I get into conversations with uh, a lot of people. I'm a people person. I love to talk. I love to talk and debate with people to see where their mind's at and to see how far they've thought about some of their ideas. And one of the things I always find very interesting is that when you start to bring up points on either side being corrupt or one side being overly corrupt people will either do one of two things either they will defend their party or their uh whatever flavor they lean to left or right by saying you know the other side does it too or well yeah but i don't like the leader because he's acts like x y and z or you know this guy's more classy so therefore you know it's not that bad when we play to either side like that we're really just and i hate to say this we're being idiots you know the old game of divide and conquer always wins and one of the oldest trick the devil ever plays besides making the world believe he doesn't exist is that he in, he uses pride to puff us up the same thing that brought him to his knees is the same thing that he uses on us he makes us prideful to think that our side or our flavor of politics is better than the other because you know they're so solid or so they're so incorruptible when actually we're all corruptible we all have issues. We're all hypocrites. And the problem I see is that we all go into this thinking that one side is clean while the other one is dirty, not realizing that both sides are equally dirty and that everybody ought to be an individual instead of just playing left or right or donating money to left, right, Green Party or whatever. We're all corrupt. And honestly, we should be voting for the least corrupt individual and holding that person accountable i.e. feet to the fire for everything they do and not letting the buck continue to slide on because at the end of the day whether you look at our society morally spiritually even physically where we go where we drive our cars or what we buy from the stores what we all can agree on is that we're all equally being robbed all right and i'm gonna flavor this to america primarily but australia um canada and a lot of the other countries like britain or united kingdom and scotland a lot of european countries you're all getting the same flavor of what we're all tasting in this cup here so whether you're leftist centrist or right wing one thing we all can agree on is that we're all being robbed of the promises our forefathers of both biblical and political realms have so desired and bled for Uh, one of my favorite quotes is that the tree of freedom 
must be nurtured by the blood of both uh, tyrants and patriots. And that goes in the church house and that goes into the political realm and those that are leaders of men, people, and even at the school board. And I bring this up, the blood, because the life is in the blood, as the Bible always says. What you're willing to bleed over and fight over and lose sleep over and what you're willing to put words and actions behind to really characterize who you are and what you believe in. And sadly enough, a lot of people rather throw money at a problem than get down in the rain and the mud to put their hands in the mess to fix it. And that is inherently the issue we're having all across America. You know, we're, we're, we're throwing money at fixing things and we're throwing money on trying to change things and open up more opportunity to people who have acted like heathens and Mongols and, and no offense to the Mongol people, but, you know, raiders, uh, mobs, crazy people. We keep throwing money and opportunities for these organizations, especially like Black Lives Matter, Antifa, um, you know, and a lot of uh, young socialists of America and, and so on and so forth that are doing things opposite of what we originally believe in and what our country stands for. I mean, even so crazy that I just saw a post about how parents were actually signing documents trying to exclude their child from saying the Pledge of Allegiance in America. And a lot of people may not think that that's a big deal, but we believe in e pluribus unum. Out of many, we are one. Everyone gets in the freaking melting pot to become one. You give up your old country language, you give up your own country morals, you give up your own country rules of doing things to move to America where you adopt and jump into the pot of what we have created here because you wouldn't have moved here unless what you desired was not here. And what we have here is based on a Christian based society. All right? Uh, otherwise known as a Judeo Christian framework. All right? And it's built off of Jesus, not the. And I, I hate to offend you, Catholic folks, but let's be honest, it's, it's more of a Protestant Jesus, not the. And I, I do hate to say this, the uh, emasculated, feminized version of Jesus that many Catholics worshipped, all right? I mean, Michelangelo did a wonderful job in painting the Sistine Chapel, and a lot of these guys painted beautiful representations of a European Jesus. But when you slide over to the Protestants here, <coughs> excuse me, they really get down to the nuts and bolts of what the man said and what he stood for and what he was willing to fight over, you know, and he fought hard for, you know, not making his father's house, i.e. the church, whether you believe it's the building or the people, because that matters. And I agree with it being the people, not the building. The building is worthless. It's the people. He fought heavily over the, the temple, the house where his God dwelled, which is his people, being a den of thieves and robbers and deluding and misleading people. And somehow we have 
gone down this road to where we are dishonest with ourselves in church, we are dishonest with our children, we are dishonest in our politics, and we are dishonest with one another every single day of the week, and it's sickening. And we rob each other of genuine care and genuine love and genuine camaraderie and, and, and genuine countrymanship. Countrymanship means that we are working towards a same goal, which is for all of us to live, to have as the Constitution, the U.S. Constitution says, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and or property. All right? We were never meant to depend on a government for everything that we are supposed to have. You know, I believe in what Thomas Jefferson said, which is the least uh, amount of laws are, I mean, the least governed live the best. But here we are, all across the West, in each country, from Australia to Canada, the US, to to, uh, the United Kingdom, into Europe, there are tons and tons of laws, left, right, center, whatever, that are impeding people being able to live a life, a basic good life, that you can be proud of, that you can raise kids in honestly, and not have the problems that we we keep seeing that are everywhere you know we have people young people that don't even know their history don't even know how to add don't even know you know the founding fathers or the, the original driving principles of their country they don't know anything about where they are what they're doing or anything like they have no foundation and it's scary because these people also vote and they're voting for some of the craziest ideas, like a big giant government that will control everything for them and do everything for them as if this is going to give them more freedom. And they're prideful in the way that they bring up these ideas, saying, you know, if the workers control everything, then we'll be able to demand from the, the people who own these businesses what we'll work for, and they have to actually take the deal, and we'll be so happy, and we'll all be equal, we'll all eat the same thing, and we'll all be workers and friends together. It'll be a utopia, not realizing that in the day that you sign this deal, they will come with chains for every last one of us, so that we all look, talk, act, think, and do the same thing. And if you don't, it's enforced pain upon you. And they don't know their history about how much, how many people died. Like everyone always looks at Hitler like he's a monster, and he is a monster for what he did. But the Shah out of Israel uh, at the time it was called uh, Palatine and, and owned by the uh, what is it the uh, Ottoman Empire uh, no the Ottoman Empire oh uh, yes the Ottoman Empire back in World War One you know after they were defeated that land that the British took from them because they lost World War One was under their control and the Shah out of Israel did not want the Jews to come back so Hitler instead of shipping them all back. He put them in ovens to kill them. Now, the amount of Jews he killed, you can, guys can debate on that. I don't care. The important part is that a ton of people died just because of where they came from. You look at uh, Stalin and the and the rest of his his funny leaders, uh, communism, socialism. They killed so many people for disagreeing, refusing to get along with their workers' party. Same thing in China. 
anyone who bucked the system and said we are not more free we are now more enslaved we have no diversity of thought everything must conform to a system in which oppresses the very people it's sent to set free the only escape of this is and if you also study the society you, you notice that reading the bible or anything biblical was outlawed immediately why because within though that very book and collection of stories from the bible it preaches freedom a moral freedom built upon facts and truths that you cannot get rid of that you cannot circumvent that you cannot climb over you have to go through the door and in america somehow we captured that in words that was balanced you know we believed in and um these two things which was on the secular side as i already said life liberty and the pursuit of happiness or property like you're allowed to own your work you can sell your labor for a price that you and the business owner agree to if you don't like it you can leave no harm no freaking foul you have liberty to move to associate with whoever the heck you want to associate with not to be imprisoned for any merit of reason that's changing now but you know meet hashtag me too and a lot of other things that are coming out that have no evidence but can put a person in jail if you don't believe me look at um spain right now uh there was a story of a man who and i'll be brief on this he was in jail for almost three to four days because a woman said that a man kidnapped her her ex-boyfriend kidnapped her now the cctv footage finally came out that exonerated him but without the cctv they would have thought that he kidnapped her put glue into her uh, nether regions there cut her and beat her like an animal the cctv footage showed that he wasn't even there and that his brother who also was standing as a witness saying he was not there i was with him even his word even his word was not believed all right and they will immediately lock up a man in spain as soon as he's accused of something until they can get him before a judge and even if there is no evidence he's thrown in jail that's crazy but this is what we allow ladies and gentlemen we're allowing this all right and lastly the pursuit of happiness and property is getting so bad in america and other places that to own property it's getting highly expensive and then the property tax which should govern the local the local politicians and provide for the schools is getting so much that people can't even live you know like what are we doing how expensive must somebody live or how expensive must it be to, in order to live in an area you desire to live in shouldn't we be driving down costs instead of upping them and paying for more and extravagant things that we as a people and a nation and a country know nothing about it's crazy ladies and gentlemen the second part is that the freedom of religion separation of church and state all right yet upon a christian framework meaning that you don't need a theocracy i.e a church pastor running the country or a priest running the country but 
you need to have those leaders influenced by the original document that they derived a lot of their freedoms from. Meaning that a lot of your leaders, if they are not refreshed daily on right and wrong, knowing that there is a creator and they will be held accountable for the foolishness they commit in office and the foolishness they commit in their own private lives will have a payday, whether it's from God or whether it's in them getting sick or them getting hurt or things happening. They need to know they are held accountable both by the people and by their creator. But if we get away from the creator, get away from their people being held accountable and that God is actually not only merciful, but he is also ironic and vengeful. He's jealous. He does not play favorites. If you don't emphasize these things and keep people who are in power and have the power to affect honest and and doing what they're supposed to do and held accountable by a standard that doesn't slide left or right, i.e. adultery is adultery, whether it's male on male, female on female, male on female, or husband and wives, you know, adultery is real being in office and fornicating, sleeping around like you're a whore should not be acceptable, all right? Just because you're in power doesn't mean you're immune. Flaunting the flaunting your wealth in a position of power is immoral. It should not be so, all right? It should not be so, but we allow this. We are being robbed of a nation that you can look up to the leaders, you can believe in the leaders, you can trust their words. But because we're playing favorites and we're protecting people who are basically immoral and not trying to do their job, not trying to apologize for what they're doing, whether they're in the pulpit or whether they're running the government, we allow this to happen. We don't hold them to task. It's a shame. And we're being robbed, all right? And because we don't have leaders who actually have a moral sense of justice or a moral code that doesn't slide anything is admissible now. Whether it's voting, voter fraud, whether it's paying people off, whether accepting bribes from people, whether it's, um, you know, paying people in a super PAC to, 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 to puff up how many um, things this person has done for everybody while it's all lives all lies we allow this to happen but in the end we're being robbed we're being robbed of good candidates we're being robbed of good people running for office because the people in the office are so corrupt that people who don't pay attention because they're drowned all day long in tv and other things that means absolutely nothing and not in truth are willing to vote for these people because they must be doing a good job if they can get all this money, not realizing that if I'm a billionaire and I make a whole ton of money and I get so much help from the tax breaks I shouldn't be receiving, but I do from this politician who I keep giving money to that no one else knows about because no one's going to honestly report it, it benefits me to help puffing up this person, keep killing all the stories on them that expose their evil. And as people that should be out here voting and caring and knowing what's going on in our communities, we failed ourselves. We failed our nation. We failed our own kids. Because not only are we being robbed openly, we don't even pay attention to them robbing us. 
Like, how do you know that the school board is not forcing crap down the throats of your children if you're not around and paying attention to what they're doing every month? When you're not asking and talking to your kids about what they're learning in school, you wouldn't know that many of your kids are being indoctrinated into a religion that treats women like they're property. And don't come to me talking about, well, some of them are getting rights in Saudi Arabia. I'm sorry. When you look at Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq, Malaysia, Indonesia, and a lot of these countries, and what is allowed to happen to the women and the children and what is happening to the men, all under that repressive system that do not fall under the Muslim religion. You can't tell me it's merciful. You can't tell me it's about freedom. You can't tell me it's about setting the captive free or having people live legitimate, happy lives. You can't tell me that. Because what I see and what keeps coming out of it is nothing but pain. And let's not skip over what's going on in the West. Most of the West was built on a Christian framework, but little by little by little by little have we stripped everything away. And the pastors, mega pastors, and these people that should be out there talking about what should not be allowed, what is morally correct, have no backbone, and are too scared to talk about the politicians in which are corrupting the very people, or the are talking about the institutions that are corrupting the children and warping the minds of young people. Many pastors are too scared to morally stand up when the politicians who we all know are ran by money, most of them are, from speaking. That is the job of the church. Not just to kiss boots and kiss babies and just say, pie in the sky, by and by, we'll get it all in heaven. No. That is not your job, and that is not what you're supposed to be doing. That's one aspect, but that is not all aspect. Somebody has to speak the truth. And it's sadly, YouTube and a lot of other places where there are anonymous individuals have to do the job because many pastors are scared of not getting paid. They're not willing to, to cut back their money and trust God. They rather scam, lie, cheat people in order to continue to get paid, and then they can't speak about the politician because they're one and the same. And the ones that are real, that are truthful individuals, they don't want to run for office just because they know what a den of thieves and monsters looks like our Congress in America has become. It's a den of thieves. Not all of them, but the majority of them are a den of thieves. And the people who support them, you look at them like Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, and a lot of these other long-named people who've been in office for 20, 15, 30, 40 years. If we have not had any legitimate progress and nothing that has made things equal and fair for all people, or at least something that we can all agree on, we look to the people who've been there for 20 to 30 years. You can't blame other people or blame President Trump or anybody else for your failings. You all been there the longest and you all are supposed to legislate. And if legislation and taxes are all screwed up, where we have people who don't even live in our country sneak across the border, have a child, and you try to apply an amendment that was purely meant for slaves who were denied 
their American right due to their slavery, but you apply it to people who have snuck across the border and had a baby who don't know our laws, don't know our culture, don't speak our language, have nothing to contribute or ever contributed to our country, but you give them full citizenship. Same thing with the Chinese who have babies and, and who come here for visiting and have babies on our soil. We give them full citizenship even though they are not loyal to us, they have nothing for us, and they do nothing to get to help our country but rather many of them steal rob and lie to us you know the bible says one is known by their deeds you know the bible also says that if you are a christian you should be known by your works not only in the community but also to your fellow christian and your fellow man you can't sit here and tell me you love God when you support abortion, you support people robbing and stealing and, and doing all manner of evil. You can't tell me that. And that is something that we're all being robbed of. Our society is crumbling around us because from the get-go and from everything else, we don't even know we're being robbed, first and foremost. And two, we don't know that we're robbing from each other and being good, honest people. And it's sad and it's sick. And while everyone out here on TV is pointing fingers at everybody else and being wrong, and this is, you know, it's your side and it's not my side, and how about we all take a, a finger and point it at ourselves and say, what kind of hypocrisy am I doing? What kind of monster am I? What kind of deeds have I committed that are reprehensible? And have I confessed to the person and unto God what I've done? How about we sit here and all of us take account of what we have let happen in our presence, in our midst, in our schools, and in our families that we haven't addressed and at least attempt to do what's right. We can't sit here and talk about what's right and what's wrong until we start selling our own houses and realizing that we have indeed robbed each other. And we can't be e pluribus unum out of many we are one if all we do all day long is lie, cheat, steal one from one another and expect to get good things out of it. And we can't expect a government that's supposed to be for the people and by the people to operate correctly when the people that they come from and the people who are voting are lying, cheating, and stealing from each other each and every day. And I'm not telling anyone to be a fool, and I'm not telling you to go out there and just give your money to just anybody at any time. I'm telling you to use your common sense, some discernment, and use what the good book says. You know, study the person. Give to them enough that you think they need to go get some food, get them mental help, get them off their feet. If it's a single mother or a young man on the side of the road, see what they need. Give them some help. But don't be a fool and just let them in your house and your car and that sort of stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm saying use your common sense. Be honest. Be upright. Live right. And vote for those people who represent the best of us, okay? left or right, up, down, whatever they believe, make sure they believe it. Make sure they're doing the right thing in the community. Make sure they stand for something. Make sure that they're doing what's right for the people in their community first and foremost. The Bible says, you know, how can you help a stranger and bless a stranger when the people in your own home are suffering? And in America, we're doing that all the time. 
We give money and billions of dollars to so many different countries, but we have so many poor, sick, ill health here. We accept so many illegals over here, but we can't even help and sustain our own children and teach our own children how to live properly and upright. How can we be a light in the world or any country in the western side of the world be a light to those who have not what we have or not have our freedoms or or anything to do with our frame of society when we actively destroy and disregard our own it's baffling but in all aspects people we're being robbed each and every day we're robbing each other and we're robbing our nation and we're robbing our neighbor by not being upright good individuals and holding to our founding principles that made us the nations of which we are we have to get back to this sort of thinking and this sort of life now those are my thoughts i hope something i said inspired you and helped you once again this is your this is seventh reverend your gracious host flame void signing out thanks for listening bye Thank you.